0: Welcome to the Nintendo Show, episode thirty-four. I'm your co-host Devin Moon, and with me, as always, one classy broad, Trevor Page. (laughs) You
1: know, I am pretty broad. You're right. I am stocky, and I'm I'm thick. That's what they call it, thick. You know what? When I was younger, so I've never been a skinny kid. Okay, I've never been a skinny kid. Never been crazy fat either. But when I was a little kid, um, I always had to get like the husky size pants, and my mom always told me it's because I'm big and strong. (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm forever, I thought husky meant tough, and so that's dude, what I always remember yeah. hearing because you know that those associate. Then I uh, became an adult and I realized, I'm like, oh, I was wearing fat kid clothes.
0: <laughs> I was with you on the fat kid train. There was a moment in my oh. life where my parents took me out on walks because I was so fat. I thought everyone just wanted to go on a family walk. It was because I was a fat kid.
1: It was purely, dude. They're like, yeah,
0: yeah they're like, they were worried about my gaming. <laughs> look at me oh, now mom it. and dad how huh? look at me now don't don't look at me now <laughs> turn away i didn't mean broad in that way trev no I just yeah i'm like sure you did classy broad and yes, so I, I don't know what i was thinking about hey no no hey trevor classy broad <laughs> pain uh trev this week mr miyamoto he left he took off and he took his news with him so <laughs> uh we're left to uh answer your questions comments and concerns and we're gonna have one of the most difficult Nintendo fights ever, or at least one of the most difficult ones as we pit two of the most influential video games of all time, all time, not in just Nintendo, all yeah. time right here, me and Trev, oh, it's gonna be a battle for the ages and as usual, uh we're nothing without you guys the fans so remember listener if you want to be part of the show uh visit us at nintendoshow.com watch us live at facebook at 9 15 p.m uh that is mountain daylight time every sunday and while you're there you can send in your questions comments and concerns right now uh trev are you ready i'm ready for 10 questions Actually, am I am am I ready? I was going to say you're like you're the one has to be ready, ready dude. For ten questions, yeah, Trev has the game this time. So this is how it works, everybody. One of us knows the game; that will be Trev. While the other guesses the game. That's me. I'm the guesser. The guesser has ten questions to figure out what the game is. The question must be yes, no questions. The nice thing about ten questions is that the guesser will know the date and the console that the game was released on. Um, we'll see if I'm ready for this, Trev. Okay. What 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 year and what okay, console?
1: Hey, dude. All right, so you get to know year and console, the year of this majestical game. That majestical, sure. We'll go with that. Nineteen ninety on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Are 1990 you ready? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. When were you born, Dev? 80... 89. nine. Nine, okay. Eighty nine. So, so you remember this
0: time uh, clearly. Dude. Yeah, well, like, obviously. As clear this... as day. Yeah, man, I was playing this game right as I came right out. Mm. Shot right out. That's the that whole mama. reason you're born was for this game. <laughs> this game alone, and this moment in particular. Uh, 1990, dude. Okay, well, let's think about this. Let's concept this. NES, man. This is always a rough one for me. Is this a Nintendo? Is this a Nintendo exclusive game? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, does uh? Would this character be in what's a good series that would this character be in a Mario Party game? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, a platformer?
1: It is not, not, a, not platformer. a platformer.
0: Okay, so not a platformer. Uh, oh, dude, would you consider would this be on an arcade system? Would this be an arcade game? Um, no, no. Darn. Okay. So not an arcade game. Not of that. You know what? A, yes. What's up? yes. 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 Arcade. Yes, yes arcade. arcade. And you said yes to sports game. Okay. I arcade did. sports game. Nintendo exclusive. Okay. Yes, sir. Was uh, Mac Little Mac a part of this uh, venture? Ah, uh, Devin. Yes, he was. Yeah, baby. Hot blooded. Okay. All right. What is it? Well, now I'd get too confident. I want the you know? original
1: title and then the new title. Oh, okay.
0: So it's either it's going to be Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yes, sir. Or Punch Out.
1: Yep nailed it ding 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 it's uh, originally mike tyson's punch out and uh now just known as punch out way to go dude thanks man proud I'm feeling of you good about cheers that. cheers
0: so um one thing i didn't know i didn't know that this appeared in arcades yeah it, i think it originally started out that way it was like the wireframe uh, awesome. version of it yeah and then it got all cartooned up for the nes so yeah, yeah man that's cool. classic classic Way game my, one of my favorite games in nintendo's pantheon of gaming the wii one is also really good All right, it's time for Nintendo Fight, the tournament that pits the greatest games in Nintendo history against each other to figure out once and for all which of these games is truly the greatest in Nintendodom. Uh, Trevor, this week you have Super Metroid, while I have The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Um, These are some bad boys, some bad mammajamas, some of the greatest baddest games of all time most influential easily so it's going to be a very tough competition trev the rounds go like this round one story round two uh is going to be visuals round three is gameplay and round four is sound trev is going to give his full spiel of why super metroid is the greatest of all time i will do my own and after that we will judge on these four reasons of why they are great games if if we cannot decide, if it comes to a tie, it goes out to the Facebook fans out there, Facebook Live. You guys get to decide what actually is going to be the final winner. This is going to be difficult. These are games that we both love dearly and everyone loves a Nintendo. Uh, so, Trev, you started off, man. Go Let's ahead. kick it off, man. This up.
1: Is, I'm just excited to see these two games pitted it up against each other because they are totally different games. Totally different, like just art style everything so i'm excited it's going to be a lot of fun so first of all i want to i want to dive into a couple things here so i want to like i do normally kick off with a little story all right yeah story time yes.
0: story time you Bring ready ready for that this? story yeah. so
1: this is the third the third metroid game uh so that we had a couple before it we had you know metroid and then metroid 2 on the game boy and then this is metroid 3 which is super metroid um, so basically kind of where the story kicks off and I, I, think it's actually kind of cool how this, this ended up playing out was, uh, after two, um, where she, Samus was hunting all the different Metroids. She was out there hunting them down cause she was tasked to eliminate them completely. That was kind of the plan. And, uh, because they were deemed way too dangerous. And then at the end of that, there's one last hatchling that comes through. So one last ha- uh, hatchling that she encounters and it kind of imprints on her. And there ends up being like this, uh, this connection between, uh, her and the, the little Metroidling, <laughs> basically. And she turns it in, she decides not to kill it and turns it into the researchers. All right. So she takes it back to the researchers and this is where, uh, super kicks off. Uh, basically the researchers are doing a bunch of experiments and then the space pirates and Ridley, um, decide to revive their leader, Mother Brain. And they attack the research base, all right? So they attack the research base, take the Metroid back, and uh, basically they were looking for a way to clone the Metroids because they could use those as a weapon, the pirates. And so anyways, normal, you know, Samus Metroid stuff, goes after the pirates trying to hunt down and, uh, you know, eliminate them or figure out their plan um and there's something really cool that i love towards the end of this game so towards the end of the game uh she encounters that uh, the super metroid so this crazy strong metroid and uh it it was definitely much bigger than like the clone ones that she ended up fighting throughout the game itself. And uh, basically she gets attacked by it. She gets attacked by it to the point where her life goes down to almost zero and her energy suit starts just blinking and beeping. And all of a sudden that big Metroid stops because it recognizes that sound prior. It's heard that sound before and it heard it from Metroid two and it remembers, and then you see this flashback of when she saved it, and she and the Metro has this moment where it lets her go, and it seems confused, and then it takes off. And so it was kind of cool to see something from a prior game carry into this, and see how how it reacted to it. And so anyway, she's like, "Oh my gosh." So anyway, she keeps going on because she has to take out Mother Brain, which Mother Brain is basically like the boss of the pirate peeps, right? Uh, So as she's encountering uh, Mother Brain and taking it out, um, basically Mother Brain becomes too powerful. No matter what Samus can throw at Mother Brain, uh, it's not going down. And she starts like freaking out, panicking. I can't imagine that situation. And just as... um, Things are crazy. Um, basically, that super Metroid comes in and latches to Mother Brain and and takes it out. And you're just like, oh my gosh, that thing from the past came and saved me. Anyways, <laughs> she that, that Metroid then lands on uh, Samus and starts to heal her and give her energy, basically. And then you start to see Mother Brain come back to life. And you're like, oh no. And anyways, Mother Brain comes back and gets this crazy just furious attack and starts shooting these lasers and the metroid sacrifices itself and sacrifices itself for samus and di- uh, dies and as it's dying it transfers all the energy from those lasers that it was absorbing to samus samus gets this crazy laser ability and takes out mother Brain, and it is so cool because it's this moment of of you know the the tides have turned Uh, what was saved uh, became the hero and saved her in the long run which is awesome at that moment she's booking it running out of the the plant because it's about ready to explode she gets on the ship the plant blows up it's just craziness it's awesome Uh, but it's one of those moments that I love this story so much because there's so much storytelling in all the environmental stuff in all the music and uh, throughout the whole game but for such an old game to have a deep story where they took things from prior games and carried them in in. like that's one thing that just hasn't really been done before even things like zelda are like a restart each time almost and mario does not carry over and things like that so this is such a cool thing to have like an actual story and if you play those prior ones you benefited from it because you remember those moments and it was really touching and really cool and so that's why like i think the story is just fantastic in this game especially because like there aren't diet there isn't a lot of dialogue there's not a bunch of cutscenes and things like that Which brings me to uh, the visual dev. The visual, I love the the 2D art style of this game. It really is beautiful. They did a, a fantastic job and uh with it i really like how just everything has a little bit of character to it so like when you're fighting mother brain there's like ooze and stuff dripping and saliva off of her mouth um you come into an area and there's like all these bugs uh eating these like dead corpses and there's just all this like just atmospheric stuff going on that just makes this game look so freaking cool uh so i think it's just a beautiful game everything is very gritty and dark um Zebes the planet is it, it seems like a complex ecosystem that's alive mm-hmm. it 's very atmospheric, and uh, also each environment is very unique looking um, with a lot of games, especially these two d platformers a lot of it see a lot of those seem like just a palette swap like change the colors up a little bit right this each yeah. area had like emotion and mood, and each area had a different emotion to them uh, and that comes through with the visuals uh, The other thing that I really liked is um that as far as visuals, that they added a map so you could see where you're going, which is pretty cool. And uh, (laughs) which I, you know, I dig. That's kind of neat. Uh, As far as sound... Yeah, the sound, I think a lot of the storytelling is done through the sound. The sound of the music was is awesome. It's nothing that I would rock out to. And I think we talked about this no, during fusion. Yeah. Nothing I would like yeah. pop in on the car and you know whatnot, but tie it in with the gameplay, it just brings that extra emotion. It lures you in. Uh the boss music as you're fighting just brings tension and stress. Uh which it's kind of crazy to have a 2D game bring those kind of emotions. I thought that was pretty cool. As far as gameplay. This game takes a lot of things from the older Metroid games. Uh, the discoverability, the secrets that are out there, uh, the upgrades. Uh, it just it pulls you in and makes you want to keep moving forward. I remember when I was playing this game back in the day, and even a couple of years ago when I went through it again, um, it was always like one of those like five more minutes. Five more minutes, I can get to the next save point or the next room, find the next upgrade, whatever it was, and then two hours would go by. And you're like, what the heck happened? Uh, so with that, they added the map, which was in- fantastic. Uh, backtracking was a lot more fun than previous games. Um, each passageway, uh, you know, had unique identifiers. It had uh, different caverns and, and ways for you to navigate and see the difference. Because like in Metroid 2 on the Game Boy, everything looked the same. And it was really confusing how to get around with this. Everything had a really good identifier. So you, they placed things to signify where you were in this world, which I thought was really cool. Um, I think... Something that was really cool too is at the end you feel like such a, a BA, dude. Like yeah. the <laughs> weapons that you get, the upgrades, all the different uh, additional abilities and things like that, you just feel feel like cloud nine top of the world that you could just destroy anything and it is so fun um and the discoverability of everything is just exhilarating um especially when you find those chozo statues the statues that give you your next ability you see those and you get this like rush of excitement of oh man here we are here we go this is this is what it's for and it's so fun and it just may, helps push you along through this game um i really think this is a masterpiece this game really does stand up today if you've never gotten and played super metroid i would highly encourage you to go check it out because it really is a masterpiece of storytelling of visual gameplay everything just everything just works so well together that this is a
0: a, a game that i genuinely love very good trev it's very good dude um it is i played a little bit of this morning and i thought wow this is going to be a tough one so first off let's talk about story uh zelda always has a very it's a legend so i kind of like that it that zeldas are always different in my opinion i feel like the legend thing is really cool what zelda does it's just like uh i like having that feel of um always having the same Story, like the same concepts are there, but the thematic things are always changing in each of these Zelda games. The themes are really different, and I think Ocarina hits the themes better than any of the other Zelda games. Uh, the theme of growing old is intense and really cool. Really cool. Um, the the feeling of oh, well, I was once young here, and then seeing what happens from your actions as a child uh, just by time travel, like the tra- time traveling element. This happens in a, a couple of other Zelda games, but I think this one really the moments that you feel, I mean, like when you're leaving uh, Kakariko village for the first time, is really emotional in saying goodbye to Sarah and the music there. Well, non-music. It's really silent, the echoing of the footsteps as he leaves, uh, And then you enter this crazy, giant world as a small child. And I mean, for us nowadays, definitely this world is not as big or as epic as it once was, but it felt like Breath of the Wild did. It felt when you first, when you were... 10 years right. old and there this was this was 1998 this is not a time where like big epic games uh open worlds have really come out very much you got elder scrolls 2 but that looked like a 2D game mostly uh like so there wasn't like this big third person camera view where you just kind of explored these things PlayStation really had a, a, a lot of their games were really small areas or like pre-rendered things like, uh, you know, like they already were rendered there. So that's how they would make it look big, but Zelda's wasn't always pre-rendered, uh, parts of this game were, but for the most part, it was like in graphics, you're actually exploring these worlds. Um, this game's themes about age, about, uh, the emotion of growing up and seeing uh, your your friends or people that you deemed as friends how they have changed or how they totally forgot you uh, is very interesting to me and uh, I don't I I really like the elements that they brought in this game more than a lot of other Zelda games I think. The other ones focus on a good versus evil a lot. This one has good versus evil with a mixture of like a lot of sadness and weird things like that. And and even like the what happens in nature itself. Like Zelda started as uh because Miyamoto liked exploring like forest and like gathering like you know berries or whatnot. Like he enjoyed that as a kid and like catching bugs and stuff. And like so. This game has that element of nature and how Ganon and Ganondorf affects nature itself. You start with the tree; the tree starts to die. Like you, when you go to different lands, there's drastic changes in the weather. If you go to like the volcano, like is bursting, and you can't even get up to Mount why do I want to say mountain doom it's not mountain doom you can't get up to the mountain right uh because everything's falling on you as a as a as a kid but as like things change as you change them as you bring nature back to its former glory like the world uh, like relaxes things get better like the lake was sunk and then it's not sunk again like you're bringing things back to as they should be so zelda is like takes that uh element of nature that I think Miyamoto I think it de- plays with this elements of nature and exploration very well especially in this time frame of 1998 so I love the stories that and it's many stories it's not just like one story and that's what I think Zelda does really well it's these little uh snippets of uh that make you think oh this is really sad or really happy, or just... So it's not about the overarching thing for me as much as it is the moments in this game, the thematic moments. Uh As far as visuals, this game, dude, is uh, it's a... It's a beautiful game. It's a 64 game. Again, I'm stuck with 64 and Travis stuck with that SNES game. I feel like there's a problem with visuals with the 64 competing with this era. Last time you told me that Every every game would win because it's a switch game. I think every game might win if it's an SNES game, because I think you're right. Because, <laughs> because 2D games are a lot harder to compete with, especially with the 64 and maybe even the GameCube on some games. I don't think Wind sure. Waker will have this problem, but I think 64. I don't know how we compete on graphics sometimes, but I do think this game is one of the better looking ones. And for me, I think it's iconic at least the characters are i iconically made here uh visually you that is the link that you think of every time you don't think so much of the wind waker leak when you think of link you're thinking of this realistic looking link uh so that's a, i think that's a big deal is the iconic look of these characters i think ganondorf uh you think of this ganondorf you don't i mean when you look at the smash characters the ones that stuck with it where you you don't have you don't have cartoon Ganondorf, you know, which is a cool looking character True. from Wind Waker. I think he looks super cool, but I don't think you don't think of that Ganondorf, you know. You don't think of any of the other Zelda Ganondorfs except for this Ganondorf. Uh, same as same as Zelda, Sheik is a super awesome looking character uh, that is from this game that you you know that you iconically remember from this game and i think that goes for a lot of the characters here that there was a lot of character building and visually when you think of this when you think of zelda you think of ocarina of time and everything built from this game um so yes it's not the prettiest game it's not going to beat maybe in my opinion i think it might have to be metroid out just because iconically it is Uh, far above and beyond i think metroid in the way that uh it was represented i think metroid prime is a better representation of metroid's world than super metroid uh but for me ocarina's visuals stand out as iconic and i do and it's what i want to see like when you go into castle town it's grim and gray and sad and boring and it is creepy as crap when you get all those weird zombie creatures and dead hand, what about dead hand, right? That's a horrible boss. That's <laughs> creepy and awful. Sure. Uh, so Definitely. like, there's a lot of iconic creatures here, like the spider and the forest temple, just everything that you, there's just so much you can remember from this game uh, specifically. And I think it's, it's to do with the visuals that they, that they, they, they took the 64 graphics, the the polygons, the cubed hands, all that garbage, and did something really impressive with it by making something that you will remember, and that's important. Uh, the other one for me is gameplay. Uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time had a has more of a challenge than Super Metroid because I think Metroid, to, so Metroid One is it's. It's Super Metroid, basically. I mean, it's the NES version of Super Metroid. Metroid 2 is even a better, cleaner ver- version of Metroid. So you actually see the progression here. Uh, you see, okay, this are the steps that led to Super Metroid, which is super clean. Super Metroid is super clean, looks super nice. It's amazing the way that game looks. When I started that game up, I was like, y- y- yikes, this game is very good. Like, just the beginning of that game when you're going down into the shaft and there's dead bodies on the ground. Very un Nintendo, but very cool and very much. Uh, uh, it's uh, the sense of dread in that game is really cool. But it all came from one game, Metroid, and you can see that they were going to build there eventually. Like, eventually it was going to get there. And I think gameplay wise, there's not a lot being added with Super Metroid when you see it. You're adding a map. Uh cool dude uh my game adds a 3d a 3d space a 3d world there was no 3d zelda before this there was no template before this uh i think this does this better than uh mario 64 easily i think this is the best uh, uh 64 game by far well not by far but in my opinion the best 64 game uh i think they they figured out a way to do battles uh very well with the lock on camera that lock on camera dude. Come on, bro. Well, that, I, and that's something that in games today like
1: are still using. That That like, is
0: what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's, dude. So one thing I want you to remember, as much as I love Super Metroid, I love Ocarina of Time. So I don't know if I... It's going to be a hard thing to not fight for because honestly, <laughs> my heart wants
0: Ocarina of Time to go through. So I'm just saying that right now. The music, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Every song in this game is essentially like... Uh, like a a banger dude there's so many good songs in this game it is insane uh when you go to the zelda concerts you're basically listening to every song from ocarina of time for the most part this this is where zelda's music i mean zelda's music is always good this is one of the best for sure and that's that zelda ocarina of time amazing game there you go trev (laughs) what's (laughs) what's battle it out dude should we start with story first let's start with story. story okay all right. What are you thinking on story, man?
1: Uh, so I I think uh, Metroid Super Metroid does a really good job for what it has been given, I guess, or what it can do in, with like the technology that it has behind it. But, you know, we have seen 2D games that have a really cool in-depth story like a lot of the final fantasies and things like that um i think this has some really i think super much has some amazing moments that I, I just like wow wow they really thought of bringing that back for like a character from a prior game or a situation that happened prior and then have it play out here i thought was super cool and unique but i do think that for me mem like ocarina of time was so memorable and it's one of those uh stories that stuck in my brain like i remember playing this as as a young kid just being like oh my gosh like i just wanted to see the next the next uh area that i'm going to and learn about those people like you know the zoras yeah. and like who are these fish yeah. people like so <laughs> i i i gotta say like i really think ocarina of time takes uh story yeah, I hands, hands down. Agree. I don't think it's yeah. a, a competition. So all right, one point, <laughs> Ocarina.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, Super Metroid does some amazing things. They do some great stuff. Like, like the storytelling of the beginning, very cool, very alien. And I do love the mother thing. You it know, was... mother braid, this this whole switch. But I think fusion does some things better than this one. So I don't know. And I and again again, there's too many good moments, too many great moments in Ocarina of Time. Uh visuals, Trev.
1: visuals for me I I think I love that they took a 3D game and like tried to do their best with it like I it's it was impressive I just I don't think it looked good like i the three the 3ds remaster yes they did a great job with that i just have a hard time with just the way it looks i think that with the sprites the monsters the uh the bosses the just each level is just so unique and cool and i really think the visuals uh Metroid just looks amazing. And I
0: so I don't know. I don't know. Give me give me your your opinion. Well, I, when I so when I think visuals, yeah, I, obviously Super Metroid is really pretty. Uh but I I I'm like like when you go into the Forest Temple for the first time, you remember the Forest Temple, man. That like going in through that little maze and all that stuff, like the visuals that they I, they're just too iconic for me. They're it's way true. too iconic for me. I do not like super metroid i remember how cool like the and big like you know like samus was herself like that's really cool to me and like rid or, like ridley's really cool or ripley's really cool but like i don't ridley yeah ridley i've got alien on the br- yeah you on got the brain. alien on the brain. Uh, <laughs> ripley is really cool looking and like there there are cool bosses and stuff but i'm like there's super cool bosses that I don't, I don't know. I mean, visually, yes. I mean, technically, yes. Is it prettier? Technically, but I don't, I, but do it, does my heart say that I'm like, would I rather see Super Metroid? No, I, w- I'd, I wouldn't rather want to be in that world visually. Uh, so for me, it's not, visuals aren't just like, hey, these graphics are better. For me, it's no, like, hey, course. these, Yeah. these, uh, it's just, I think what the artist did with this uh what with what the tools they had i feel like it's better but i don't know i don't know
1: no i i know and i'm really trying to push to give something to to super metroid because like you're right like everything like is very memorable even though i don't like the way it looks necessarily but it is very like impactful the visuals that it has so i i'm willing to to let go and let uh let ocarina of time get some visuals as well
0: i just feel like we can't let every 64 game get wasted by every SNES game and i, mm, I like i'm told. Totally so, some of them yes like definitely yeah, like some, banjo yeah.
1: so stupid come on bro <laughs> no it looks terrible so anyways i went back and played some banjo bt <laughs> all right i uh, did, did you not feel? like it i i did you get I to the first like level the,
0: at all what's the that ant? Did you do the first level yes. or did you just do the tutorial?
1: I, no, no, no. I did the first level. I put some, I put like an hour and a half ish in and not, not my favorite. Didn't like
0: it. No, really?
1: I, I struggle, dude. I don't know. I just think it, having that goofy bear just drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> but okay. All right. Thanks for trying though. Trev, dude. Yeah, Thanks was, for giving it a go, man. You know, luckily it's on Xbox. So I was happy. Yeah, to I try. know. Yep. Completely. All right. Okay. I'm let's okay. Say, give so, it to, to Ocarina for visuals. Yeah,
0: sadly. Okay. Um, Yeah, I feel bad about this. Okay, so gameplay. Gameplay, I think, is the only thing that Metroid even has a chance. That's what I'm saying.
1: That's the only thing it has a chance, but the thing is, is like Zelda, I remember just the lock on the slashing, the different weapons, the, the puzzles, the puzzles were so cool yeah, and having like getting oh a man. stick, put lighting it on fire and lighting <laughs> a web well on fire. Like there's so many cool things.
0: Yeah, but the thing is in Metro, dude. there
1: were amazing things too, looking for those secrets. Like there's like a certain, like a, uh, kind of like a flashlight thing where you're looking for secrets in each room. And there's, uh, I, you know, like the gameplay was a lot of fun, but I, I still think I got to give it to,
0: to Ocarina. The battling is just not as fun to me. Like when I when I played Super Metroid, I was like, "Yeah, this is fine." But like to be honest, there's a lot of indie games right now that are Metroidvania's that feel better than that. Oh, and totally. that's the Truth. Like, totally. They just but like, better.
1: also, there's uh, better uh, third person action games too. Then oh, there's true. Yeah, there you is know. one of them. So, is but of the like wild, one thing, probably, like I but, think yeah. gameplay wise for Metroid was incredible. Is that this is the game that pretty much created a whole genre like that we're still enjoying today is that it created this Mm. uh, like with like the map like that map has been copied over and over because of how well they did it and the whole upgrade system and the backtracking and the just that game has spawned all of these future games that are just so incredibly fun to play now. Yes, it might not be the best one out there right now, but I think the fact that it created like something that people love, like that's one of my personal favorite
0: genres is, is a Metroidvania or a Metroid like, so. And that's pretty good. Like that's a good argument. Like the gameplay. I mean, that's a big backtracking and finding things like that started a whole genre. Zelda. Is important as it was. I don't think it's as in, as influential as Super Metroid. Besides Z targeting
1: uh, though, man. Except
0: for Z targeting, but like to be honest, like not a lot of people copied Zelda. Like not a lot a lot of people copied Zelda. I can't think of many games that I'm like, yeah, that's a Zelda game. Like Dark Siders, maybe. That's, yeah, and that's way later. And like for me, I'm like, I don't know why they didn't copy it but they didn't like they copied final fantasy. They copied all these other games, but they didn't copy Zelda for some reason. And so that is a big deal. Cause that, that gameplay, but however, my, like I said, you could see the line that was going. And I think Metroid started that backtracking. And yes, it was confusing. Like you would grab a ball, you'd grab a glowing thing. And you're like, I don't know what this does. And then you would you'd all of a sudden have a power. Um, while the other one was like, you got this power, like super Metroid actually told you what was going on. Uh, so, but I do feel like Metroid itself created that and then Super Metroid sure, like improved on it. Yeah. Yeah. The original. Yeah. So, I, I still, again.
1: I still lean like, in towards Zelda.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I just, okay. I just All right, Zelda, yep. give it. Sorry,
1: dude. So, Zelda wins, but we still have one more, which is audio sound and dude that's not even a competition like the sound is so good in metroid and it tells a story but the music Devin, the music like i will pull up like just uh like zelda music on youtube and watch other people's like interpretations of it and playing it on guitar or whatever and my kids hear any kind of zelda song and they know exactly what it is uh it is you're right there's like whole orchestral uh groups that go out and play like just pure zelda like you don't have that with Metroid. Like, it really is something. And not to mention, in the gameplay, you get an ocarina. It's in the title of the game. You get an ocarina and play these songs, and it's, oh, it's so good. I remember just sitting there and just like, okay, trying to make my own songs because you could just yeah. fiddle, fiddle with ocarina, and it was so good. So, and, and plus, like, the same kind of moodiness and the same kind of, like, uh, atmosphere applies to zelda as well
0: yeah going into like uh what is it shadow temple or dark something like that anyways dude it is uh it's creepy down there dude and the sounds and everything is just so dude it's so good that music cannot be beaten i don't know if it might be one of my favorite soundtracks ever Probably. Yeah. I mean, I think it might be better than final fantasy sevens. Like, I honestly think it's a a Um, really great. For me. Yes. I mean, yeah. So yeah. All right, dude. I mean, it is what it is. Listen, we're Zelda fans, but like super Metroid's really good. I'm sad. That's why I heard. I'm sad. That's I'm sad. That super Metroid had to go into round one against this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like out of all all the games to go out in round one, because super Metroid probably would have beat out. A lot of the games coming up, but we are hey, where we are. Just Go how it landed, one, dude. dude. It's just how it ends. It's how the cookie crumbled, my friend. Uh, Ocarina of Time coming in, winning. Uh, trev let's get into console wars the ninth generation let's do it. this is where trev and i break down the latest news from xbox and playstation within five minutes we talk about all the stuff that they're bringing up uh since it's the nintendo show we only talk for five minutes that's it that's all they're gonna get from us trev what game would make you buy a ps5 or a series x like what's the? I know, I know we're. I know you and I will probably buy this anyways. It doesn't. Sure. It could have the word. It could have knack three on this thing, and, and I'm we'd like, still yes. be buying it. <laughs> yeah, it looks so good. Give it to uh, you. So, I know it doesn't take much, but what? Like, what is the heavy, the heavy hitter that you feel like hitter. PlayStation needs to show? Or Xbox needs a show to be like, dude, I'm going to. Buy I'm going to go with this. Xbox
1: first. It's going to be okay. uh, Halo Infinite, which is coming. Like, so that's obviously like I need to know what's going on with that. As as a major Halo fan, I love those games and I love the story and everything. So I'm excited about that. Also, if they were to announce a Fable game, Devin, if they were able to announce whatever next Fable, I would be in. I would be hundred percent in. Now the downside for Xbox, I have an amazing gaming PC. That will be able to play all these games. So yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> so like the sad thing is, as much as I want to buy an Xbox, I'm probably not going to since my PC will play all those exclusives anyways.
0: But that, Trev, the Series X is more powerful than your PC, right? It isn't now. technically. No,
1: I dude, no, it won't be. Have you
0: looked it up? Because i yeah. that's what I've heard. I've, been, heard looking, this I've been looking at I've been looking at a lot above. of the specs
1: and I watched this video about like kind of where it'll line up as far as like graphic-wise and whatnot. Um My processor already kills it. And it's so like I and my video card is about on par for what will be in it. So I'll get about the same experience. I think the only thing that it'll have over it is um, the fast load times. I'm on a solid state, but they're on like this weird proprietary, awesome solid state drive. So um,
0: I don't know. What about you? Uh, yeah. For Xbox series X, it is halo. I've been a halo fan from the beginning. Halo one dude brought me into the Xbox. Yeah. So I'm ready to come back. Like Xbox one was a flop for me. Not a Pretty big much. fan of that console. Uh, really bummed me out and halo Five, like their halo game. Holy crap. Halo five. What a trash fire. That is that uh, multiplayer one. wise. Maybe fine, but man, I'm I, for me, I'm a halo story guy. Love the campaigns. And I really hated halo fives campaign. Um, yep. So for me, I really want this game to be Halo good, like Halo Combat Evolved yeah, good. Yeah. If it is Halo Combat Evolved good, I will be there for 800 bucks. I'll give you it all. If it's <laughs> Halo Combat Evolved good in this modern generation, I will come and I will give you all that I have. Would you like my car? Would you like my house? Your firstborn. I don't have. I, I I could give you anything. I have also this <laughs> fancy laptop you can have. An you're iPhone, so oh boy, <laughs> dude! Like honestly, I really, I uh, that's the game for me. Fable, like you said, dude. Fable, where have That'd you be been so all cool. my life? I've oh. loved and like one that calls back to the original Fable, where you actually have like armor and stuff like that. Like I'm more yeah. into that than the Fable two and Fable three, where you're wearing de blue like pantaloons or whatever the frick those are called with the little puffs i don't want puffy pants what you the don't frick? want puff pants dude i'm cool with i'm down i'm down with some puff pants on myself <laughs> i ain't wearing puff pants in game worlds i want metal armor
1: <laughs> uh, so what about dude, PlayStation? I, playstation I how much time do i have left
0: we got one minute twenty nine okay. seconds let's go quick. uh
1: playstation 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 um
0: spider-man like any of the any of the new sure. games spider spider-man 2 got awards to uh, uh
1: maybe the the horizon whatever. horizon on Maybe me i wasn't
0: in horizon as much as everyone else i, I thought think it, was it had cool. a lot of
1: potential though i think yeah. like maybe a second one could really do some cool stuff um i, oh, so I had one for playstation that would be
0: super stoked for but i it's i don't have like it a really new yet. uncharted game for me would be cool i know yeah. that's not going to happen with last of us um yeah Dude, I don't know. Like, there's so many good games. I'd be down for anything that they have. If yeah. if there was a new uh, Final Fantasy, that the was concert, really cool console. I'd be down with if I were yeah. To have one. Yeah, me too. Although that Xbox, I mean that Halo game. You know, mm-hmm. although I have also have a laptop that well, could probably yeah, play. That, it and just You'll be fine. able to play
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be able to play it. So also, it's playable on
0: Xbox One, Dev. That's that's a good point, dude. I already got full- the system. I already got that VCR hanging out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna run very well, but I got that VCR. It's doing great. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, and they also were one more thing. What do you think of Ghost of Shizushima? Yes, hundred percent. Like
1: yes, I want to play that game. I am so hyped for that game. It's dude, beautiful. It looks so good. The gameplay yeah. looks super neat. Uh, just yeah. just the art style. Like I love samurai movies, and just yeah. I think they've really brought in the whole atmosphere and the feel oh, of a, so a samurai good. movie so good yeah. oh i i think I'm this down. is gonna be a a really killer game i think yeah i think sucker punch knows what's up they do
0: that is it Let's do some fan <laughs> questions. Uh, Ben's ask: Are you impressed with the generational leap of this coming generation? As in, as impressive as the Unreal Five demo was, when comparing it to games like Uncharted Four, uh, Ben's is not as impressed with the leap. Uh, Trev, do you think this leap is as 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 impressive as you would want it to be when you were looking at the Unreal Five demo? Did you feel yeah, like it was what absolutely. you wanted it to be?
1: Yeah, I think like um, obviously we're not going to get those like crazy leaps forward that we got in the past. I just think that, you know, we're kind of plateauing a little bit, but I think that we are going to make great strides in other ways. So I really think with a lot of the behind the scenes things, like, yes, I think current consoles can make beautiful games and produce beautiful games. And uh, they really do look amazing. But just from that Unreal demo, like there were things that could not be done on current gen, not to mention, like I think the ability not only to load everything a lot quicker on faster hardware, but maybe have better AI, like there's better stuff going on behind the scenes to make it more immersive and interactive that you necessarily might not realize, but it's going to make a big difference. They're going to be able to tell better stories and have uh, more, I guess, just like a broader game that just everything ties together um that current consoles can't so i i think that it's definitely cool i'm excited about it and i am impressed with what they've shown so far especially if i'm able to boot into a game super quick that alone i'm just like yeah
0: please yeah the booting. yeah yeah i hope that works out with the like the higher visuals we'll see how fast it is but i assume it'll be ssds are usually pretty quick in general so we'll see uh dude uh, for me, I, I am impressed with the generational leap, but I, you know, like you said, I think it's a lot of back stuff that we're not even going to understand. Like Unreal, uh, Uncharted 4 looks amazing. I looked it at does. it recently <laughs> just so to good. like compare it and it looks really, like really close, especially when you're like going into the, The character models like I know like the in-game character models are not as great, but those character models that are just like the like the I can't even think of the word, but, you know, like the movie stuff. Yeah, they look so good. They look so good, like they are really good looking, and like even like the distance and the art that that game is beautiful. Um, so yes, I do see it isn't as big as a big a jump, but how long did it make, take to make that game? Like how long did Uncharted Four take compared to that demo? Uh, I think there's just a lot of background stuff that is going to make uncharted for quality games in like a two year to process yeah, rather than a four to five the turn year turnaround time
1: yeah if they just the development process is easier and developers and smaller teams can put out these just gorgeous games dude that alone is awesome because that just means more games which I mean like already we have a lot but like more options of things to play that sounds awesome.
0: Well and there's like that guy in China that's doing that one crisis cool ge- like samurai game by himself so it's like if you're getting visual like that uh already i think like we're gonna see interesting indies see where the indies go is going to be really cool to see like oh these triple a games not triple a anymore they're indie games uh being done with this these new uh this new tech and who nots yeah. and wo- what not. Sure. <laughs> so dudes yeah i uh i understand yes we're not seeing those big le- leaps as much and yes uh, but there, but i do think it's just all back end it's all going to be amazing and just, it still looks way better It's still the lighting, the realistic uh, stuff that's going on there, particles, like the destruction stuff. I think it is still. Totally. So Uh, Kyle asked, do you think Nintendo could get away with a breath of the wild to reusing assets like Majora's mask did to the Ocarina of time or would people freak out? Do you think people would be as forgiving as they were with Majora's mask about it?
1: Um, I think people would freak out, yes. Cause like obviously there's always someone that's gonna freak out about something. I I I would be fine with that. Use the same assets and create a totally different game. Use the same assets, add some extra like art for whatever thing you're wanted to tell, but they could totally turn use that same art palette or whatever and create a very fun engaging story and i don't have a problem with that because i thought breath of wild looked beautiful i don't know how much more the switch could do because there's still moments that it would chug with that so i don't know dude yeah Yeah. like i don't think that you could really do too much more but i'm cool with that because then they could put out another zelda game that i would enjoy and tell an awesome story i would be fine with them using the same assets
0: yeah the frame rate on that game especially in like the first year or so before they did updates was like chuggy when you were around grass even still in that forest it's still the forest whoa dude yeah that forest that was very unzelda like uh so i think the engine what's great about this is they already have the engine so that's like part of the hardest part and the art style which is also a problem with zelda because they're always changing the art style so i think those assets will remain i think the the i think yes people will i think if if I got the old map, I don't know how down I'd be. To oh, if it was just map. like the
1: exact same thing,
0: yeah. yeah. And they yeah, just I did, a, a no. sol- did, did, did a little switch. I'd be worried about that. If that, if that's the asset that they're either keeping, no, I, uh, I wouldn't I, be on board with that either. No, I, I over, I explored that world from top to bottom, and I do not want to. Like for like hundred of hours, like literally. So I don't honestly don't want to deal with it again. Beautiful map, great map. But I I would rather see a different thing altogether as far as the map. So like Majora's Mask, as long as they like completely change the map. uh, And yes, you can maybe have some characters and models that... That's yeah, okay. They could totally. That's okay. Add but some, I don't know. but
1: like I like you'd want this them to add extra stuff because it's a new game. But I'm I'm just saying like I think it's ridiculous for people to. How like expect a developer to put all these like years into making all these assets and these tools and all these things, and then when they make another game to have to redo everything yeah, and scrap everything. I think that is ridiculous, and that's unfair. That is so unfair to, to a developer. Uh so I think them using those same tools now they can do things to make it different and feel different and play different and things like that. But it doesn't have to be just a, a copy paste of, of Breath of the Wild and onto the new one. They could totally make a whole new game game using those same assets
0: well that was that uh bryce asked uh how do you guys feel about motion controls what game used them the best in your opinion hmm. what do you feel splatoon you? splatoon yeah that's not bad I,
1: I i felt like splatoon the i the way that you would spread paint and things like that like i preferred the motion because i felt like i could get a better spray on things so i can whip the camera around a lot quicker with motion as opposed to the joysticks um i i'm not a huge fan of motion by itself but i'm a fan of motion era yeah not not my favorite i think there was some unique stuff like obviously we sports i think was ridiculously fun
0: yeah it was really cool but
1: but like for me i like motion if it's like an an additive thing so like on the switch like when you are playing a shooter and you aim down sights with l and then you use the the gyro in the switch to like fine tune your aiming I think is actually really cool. Like little things like that, I think are, are good, but I don't know. What's, what's your thoughts? Your yeah.
0: I, yeah. I'm with you with that. Like the fine tuning gyro stuff. That's some of the best motion stuff. The other things like for the Wii era, I don't know what the best motion was. I really actually did like skyward swords. I thought it was really cool to actually fight people with your sure. sword thing. Yeah. I thought that was cool. My like idea of like where to hit them and kind of stuff. It wasn't always perfect, but I thought they did a pretty decent job, especially it was one of the last games on the Wii. And I, I think you could see a lot of the, uh, uh, the learning that came from that, you know, and adding the little, extender the yeah, plus the or whatever plus. on your Wii yeah so I I I liked that game I know maybe a lot of people didn't but I liked what they added to Zelda with that everyone always wanted a game where you were like I have the lightsaber dude and I feel <laughs> like it you know so I think they did the best they could at, with what they had and I think that might be my favorite motion only game but yeah gyro is where it's at dude especially yeah. Splatoon shows um, it off really well One of my
1: favorite. So did you ever play infamous second son on PS4?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh So
1: do you remember like when you'd get the controller and flip it sideways and then put your finger on the trigger for like a spray paint can to spray paint things right? and you would shake it up. So like, that was like the one moment that I was like, this is actually kind of dope. Like the way that like you put it in your hand and then you'd have to shake up the paint and spray. I was like, that was pretty clever. I don't know. Like obviously it was stupid. A little
0: silly, but I did
1: find that kind of cool. I was like, wow,
0: that was kind of neat. Um, and, the, and, then and the 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 oh, sound yeah. was on the controller, which yeah, is kind was of k- funny. K- <laughs> like the,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I thought that was so stupid, but I for some reason loved it. Uh, then also with VR, obviously motion is oh, essential yeah, for true. VR. Yeah, so yeah, I, you know, have, I, I'm
0: sure like half life Alex and games like that of, if you have like the full hand motion thing, yeah, those have definitely, we've got, we've come some way since the, we, we got yes. the fingers now, <laughs> <laughs> the fingies. Stevens ask, is your favorite game also the best game you've ever played or are they different? I don't know if I even have a favorite game right now. Do you have I a have, favorite game do- still? I used to I as have a kid, so many dude. favorite games. Have- <laughs> dude, I know I have love. I like have a lot of favorite games, but I'm like, do I have one? Do I have one like favorite? The game? One favorite? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one because like, that's my thing.
1: So my wife makes fun of me all the time because everything ends up being my favorite. I just love, loving things and so like I'm always like oh that was my favorite the movie whatever that game and then she's like you're so funny because it's like you say that about everything and I just (laughs) I just love things Uh, but I don't know if I could say I have a favorite game
0: yeah that's my thing I'm at like when I was a kid I was like yeah dude I have a favorite and did it always line up with being like the best game uh Mm -hmm. Not not not. always. There was games that I ended up
1: loving and having like a passion for that everybody was just like, I don't know, dude. But I'm like, you don't understand. It's amazing. (laughs) So I, you know, I guess I they could be different. You know, yeah, your favorite game and you know the best game ever.
0: Yeah, because sometimes you just appreciate games for what they like, all the aspects that they have, but it it just doesn't hit you. You know, some people hate Skyrim because they just don't like that stuff. They're not into fairies and they're not into crap, but they can appreciate the game as it is. You know what I mean? So uh, I just can't even think of a favorite game. I mean, there's like, uh, yeah, I'm just not at that point anymore. I love a lot of games and there's too many good ones for me to be like, yeah that's the one like for me it used to be mass effect 2 like half-life 2 lots of twos like breath yes. of the wild now uh <laughs> you know mario 64 like there's a lot of games that i'm like those are used to, you still are my favorites like the original halo but i don't know yeah they're they it's all changing it's a thinker that's a thinker steve that's a thinker uh jason asked pants or shorts oh shorts shorts hands pa- down a- dude Listen, I understand the comfort of shorts, but I'm not a comfortable kind of guy. I like to be straight lace, baby. Just oh suck my me gosh, you can pants. still look good
1: in some shorts.
0: I don't know if you can, man. Are that's you for reals? Yeah, I just I'd like me a good old, a nice a nice pant. Just you so, look you look good in pants all the time. Shorts.
1: Do you? I mean, like well, it just depends on what true. kind of pants you're rocking, <laughs> what kind of shorts you're rocking. If you're rocking some cargo shorts, it's like, bro, come on, man, like. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say shorts just because they're like I live where it's like 110 yeah, degrees yeah, yeah, the yeah. surface of the sun. So anytime I could put on some shorts, I'm down. Um comfort wise, I think they look good. Your legs get to breathe, get get a nice little leg tan. It's
0: nice. That's true. That's true. Listen, I understand the temperature, but I'm a wacko. I'm a crazy person. Pants even in the hotness. I'm a weirdo. And I got the whitest legs that every person Has seen it is beautiful It is fluorescent It is l- no, shorts I, just, problems. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to be white Trevor I want them oh, okay, to be sorry.
1: beautifully You want to be able to glow in the dark
0: Very English you know very English <laughs> I am uh, <laughs> Daniel asks do you like Do you think dry bones remembers the agony uh, Of dying That's so sad <laughs> Um I mean, like, he obviously
1: died. He wasn't born that way, right? I mean, depending on, like, yeah. the lore so of it. He so
0: was, he was the turtle, right? Right.
1: He was a turtle, and then he died, and then uh, Bowser used some bones. of his his magic to bring yes, him alive, or, or uh, yeah. Kamek, or Lava. whatever. I don't yeah. know. Well, yeah, that's true. It could be Kamek. Sure. I, I don't know, those. but there's Somebody. some kind of juju going on that's yeah, bringing him back to life. Yeah, some kind
0: of juju. But this, this like, poor guy, so he had a brain. He died. Mario killed him, assu- assuming Mario killed this man. And then he comes back as one of Bowser's minions and dies again. So it's just, it's just always, it's a sad life. It's, it's a kind sad, of sad life or, for a driver. Or
1: is he just like, he has no brain and he's like zombified because like he's That's brought true. back to life. So does he even remember? Or is he just kind of like this, this, uh, this thing that moves and attacks whatever mm. it can?
0: Mm. Mm. I don't
1: That's know. That's true. Because if are, he's just the his brain, his
0: brain's got a rod eventually in that skull. I mean, it's dry. He's just a dry bone. So, yeah, so he can't. Maybe he can't. remember. So he doesn't remember. He's just mindlessly going. He doesn't going. remember. He's just mindlessly oh, tagging. He's fine. fine. Yeah, he doesn't even know who Mario is, and that he yeah. killed his whole family. Whoa, sad. That was sad. let's do some new releases there is a lot of good games this coming yes. uh, week everybody so get into it uh we got minecraft dungeons for $20 oh, yeah. pre-order dude, game, ready to go dude Except for our next One. yeah <laughs> on. that's fine uh minecraft dungeons uh it's a it's a diablo like people say from reviews maybe a little too diabloy i think people were wanting some minecraft in there but you got the visuals you got the cool minecraft look it looks fun it looks like like your kids can play this you know diablo oh yeah, yeah. Diablo, I yeah, not so, will not. Not so, so. much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so definitely uh, a cool, if you're into that Diablo family-friendly stuff, totally into it. Uh, Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Uh, Shantae is a really cool side-scrolling... Oh, is this uh, a new side one? Scrolling. I think so. Whoa. Anyways, Shantae makes some nowhere, good stuff. This came out of nowhere, Yeah, Shantae makes some good games. So if you guys never played a Shantae game, uh, really fun 2D side-scrolling uh, genie lady kicking some butt. Uh... Borderlands Legendary Collection comes out, as well as Bioshock Collection and the XCOM Collection, XCOM Two Collection. Um, so, yeah, I assume all those are sixty dollars. None of them have a price yet. They don't. Which is and weird. I,
1: I hope that they're not. Like, give it to. I'm for a little worried about least. this. I they're I'm probably come to in b- sixty.
0: I think so, too, because that, that's why they're not showing the price, because I think people are going to be like, why is this Bioshock collection that's $20 on the PlayStation, $60 here, XCOM is probably also 20 and Borderlands, you know, it's like at least 40 So it's like, uh, why are we paying yeah. more again? So The Nintendo sadly, tax. Yep, taxed for you, my friends. Uh, so if you haven't played any of these games, all of them are bangers. All of them are great. Buy them if you have played them, pick and choose. I mean, what's great is some of these you can just pick and choose. Like, I've never played Borderlands 2, so I might get the second one. I've never played Bioshock 3, so I'm gonna or Infinite, so I'm gonna try that. And I've never played an XCOM game, so I think I'll give all three of those a try. Just do a little piecemeal action because I don't want to play all of Bio, uh, Bioshock again, dude. I've I've done my share of Bioshock. Love that game. Great game. Just done my share. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, yes. dude, definitive collection. Finally, a Nintendo game has come upon the shores of these dry, <laughs> this dry desert. And it is a remake. Uh, sadly, it is a remake. It is. That's ah, going to be fun, uh, though. It's a remake of a game that was really rare to find at GameStop. Uh, so, and it also came at the end of the Wii's life cycle. So, ki- where everyone kind of was like done with the Wii and on with the new. Uh, so, a lot of people missed out on this game. Uh, check it out. Visually it looks a lot better, uh, I think musically and a whole bunch of things they've tweaked and changed. So it's a, it's going to be a better game than the original. They so, made the faces
1: not look so wonky, yeah, man. Dude, like the faces, they did a good job kind of fixing it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so. excited about this game. Uh, like I said, I played a little bit of on the 3ds, uh, the new 3ds, and it didn't play or look very well. Uh, you know, so I'm I'm excited about this. This one I will be playing. Uh, I'm excited about it. Um people rave about it. And I've loved and I love uh the Xenoblade. Xenoblade, what is it? The two, whatever that yeah, came yeah. out or yeah. on yeah. the Switch. Yeah. It was
0: fantastic. It was great. yeah so they, they're all great. One. Yeah, Xenoblades are great games. So uh there's that. Uh that will be the well, we do have a 51 game collection coming after that. So we're not we're not out of the woods yet, baby. We got some bangers coming through from Nintendo. Uh, I know people seriously want that game. I get it. It's just not for me. Uh, Trev, let's get into our final recommendations, where we give you something awesome to check out video games or otherwise. Trev, what is yours this week?
1: All right. Mine is actually another podcast. So as much as you know, we love you listening to us, uh, there is a podcast called The Besties. And it is from a bunch of guys from polygon.com. And it's only on Spotify. And it is amazing. It is hilarious. Uh, They talk about it like it's a video game book club. And they're always talking about, uh, you know, like the. Best game of the week or whatever. And it's hilarious. They are funny. They're a lot of the McElroy brothers are on it. And it's it really is funny. Um, language sometimes can be a little rough, so you know, don't yeah. listen around. Kids, lightly, but yeah, <laughs> but really it is a fantastic podcast. It puts a smile on my face, it makes me laugh, and like they are very knowledgeable about what they talk about. So it is fun to listen to their opinions, their thoughts. Uh so go check out the besties. Uh, I think it is exclusive to Spotify. So go check that out. Their intro music is my favorite too. It is so really good. good. It yeah, is honestly really the best intro music. I'm like, I, who made that? I want that.
0: What about you, Dev? Dude, uh, I'm going to recommend playing some classic games. After playing Banjo and playing Super Metroid, I'm feeling I'm feeling hankering for these classic games. It feels good to play them again. Uh, just sit back with a, a controller, play them, Feel, feel how it felt when you were a child or when you weren't a child and you are, uh, you've are you never played dad's games or whatever the frick. Uh, <laughs> go check them out. They're really fun to play, uh, Some, especially the classic ones, like the really good ones. It's fun to see like where we're going and w- what uh, influenced all these games that have come down the pipe. Uh, so I've been really enjoying them. So go get a classic game in your life. Uh, Trev. that's it with the Nintendo show. We made it through. Everyone, thanks for listening to The Nintendo Show. Our website, go visit it at nintendoshow.com. Join our Facebook group right here and follow us on Twitter and Nintendo Show Pod. Remember to like and share and rate us on the podcast service of your choice and leave us a review on iTunes. And that will be it for tonight. Everyone, thank you so much. We love you dearly and greatly. Thanks for your support. So that's it for us. We'll see you later. Bye!